Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed, and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. Time for another week of In4G Radio, episode 629, for November 30th, 2020, the last day of November. It's Christmas time. In Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken in Hollis, Queens. Or is it Chitlins in Hollis, Greens? Do you know the line? I don't know the line. Okay. I, I just want to make sure I wasn't butchering it. But uh, on the show this week, we have Wombat. Yep. We got Drew. Yes, sir. And we got Anthony. Yes. As you put a space in my name for some reason. I don't know. I get into these rhythms of do. I don't even know why I say all right when the show starts. um, I've still never figured that out. Yes, but if you stop it now, like, it'll drive me insane. I want you to know that. I know. It would drive me insane if I didn't do it. Like, if I do a show and I don't do it, I'm like, I don't know where to go. Yeah, I, it, it's a, I don't know about any of the other listeners, but when I, even when I listen to the show when I'm not on, um, alrighty then. It's like, that's just comfort, comfort food right there. 600 and some odd episodes come up with something eventually. I don't know. But video games, there's a lot of those going on. I can't even keep track of them all. I think I can talk about some of them this week, but we'll start off with Drew. Okay, okay. So, all these brand new video games just come out. I ain't played any of them. That's not good. Same, well, man. Same. Mm-hmm. So, I did play. I wanted to try some games out that were on Game Pass. Uh, basically, just to get some achievements because, well, I was going for the 1,000. Um, quest, you know, get the thousand points on uh, Microsoft. Yeah, and uh, well, I got it. Um, but I had to, you know, constantly do those quests, like the daily quest, the weekly quest, stuff like that. And um, but I got it. It took forever, but I finally got it. What's well, a month? You get a month to do it. So. Yeah, it, it was like you had to do like so many daily quests, so many weekly quests, and yep. the, the weekly quests are like earn an achievement and game pass. Or earned this amount of achievements in Game Pass and stuff like that. So I uh, loaded up a uh, Sniper Elite Four. Um, never played the four. I'd played two and three, and then the the zombie one. You kind of played. You kind of played four then. Yeah, I was gonna say. You, <laughs> guess what? You've played four, but yeah, pretty much. The only one that's different is the original. Um, and that game is just built on a completely different engine because it's an old like PS2 PC game. Yeah. Still fun. Yeah. I mean, 
those games are a lot like Violet Pikmin. You only kind of need to play one. Yeah. Um, but I, I played the first mission of that. As someone who also played Sniper Elite recently, I, I kind of resent the comparison to Pikmin. <laughs> I mean, Pik- <laughs> Pikmin, funnest, Pikmin 3 was much better. I'm not saying it's not better. What I'm saying is like you only have to play one in the series to get your fill. To get your yeah, fill of that game. I, I'm going to disagree with that too, but it's alright. We'll let that dog lie because it's a old game at this point. No. But I played that. Um, and I Good started just... Guy, Pikmin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just started going through my library just to see like what all I had. And, um... I redownloaded and uh, it became addicted to again Diablo three. That game I haven't I haven't reinstalled it since I got the Series X, but apparently it it initially ran like at dynamic resolution. So now that it's on the Series X, it just runs at straight four K nonstop. Right, which is crazy. I would love to see it. I just haven't had time to reinstall it. It looks fine. I have it's... to play it. I have it installed on my Xbox. It's it's okay. Uh, you're you're not going to, you know, be wowed. I don't think. Well, no, of course not. But the I, colors, I the colors really look nice and stuff like that. that. Of course, you wouldn't be wowed. It's Diablo. Not it's Diablo three for like was that game now like a hundred years old or something? I was making a joke about it being World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. I'm gonna go kill myself in the corner. <laughs> this joke went over poorly. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the show. All the jokes yeah. go over poorly. But I became addicted to it because, well, I have got all the achievements, or I got most of the achievements on the PC version. I platinumed the PlayStation 4 version. Oh, that is melting my health bar right the now. Fucking yeah, those arcane lasers. Lasers. Arcane lasers and... Me. I absolutely love that game. Can't wait for... I get the feeling there is a either a beta or... Uh, I would assume it would. It was like I said, it was supposed to be out this year, and then obviously COVID changed that. Yeah. And now we're like, well, what's going on with it? And they ain't said a word about that game. We haven't even seen that game since that little streamer thing where they all played it. And that's now well over a year old. And that was just them playing the new multiplayer map, right? Yeah, with like not even all the characters. I don't, or no, all the regular characters were in there, but they didn't have any of the new ones. So there's only one new one, right? No, they're going to launch with like three or four, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, they just haven't shown them yet. That's the thing; we ain't seen the game. They've only showed the one, and they didn't even show it being played. No, they, they just said this will be a character. But they said the reason why they're not doing any more for the first game is because they're going to launch the second game with like multiple characters. Did they detail her at all? Is she no. an attacker? What? Nope. They hmm. said a word. They literally have not said a word about that game. Hmm. I think there was supposed to be a blowout at BlizzCon. Obviously, BlizzCon's not happening until next year. So, I don't know. Yep. When it comes out, I'll buy it and switch over. But other than that, I'll just keep playing the other one. Yep. Me too. But uh, I played some Overwatch. Um, like we, like I said, we finished up Sunset Overdrive last week. Um, we're taking the week off to, uh, let Matt finish up with NaNoWriMo and then we're going to be doing, um, Dead Space 3. 
Uh, I'll be honest with you, that's about it. In my spare time, I played Diablo 3, a, what, 10-year-old game at this point? I'm pretty sure it's older than that, isn't it? Mm, No, it came out in 2011, right? Did it? Pretty sure it's 2011. I'm pretty sure I was working at at Target, so I think that's right. Diablo 3. That game feels older than it is. Excuse me, May 15th of 2012. Wow, it definitely feels older than that. But so, then again, games that came out at the beginning of this year feel ancient. So. That's true. That's very true. All right. Uh, well, I will move over to Anthony then. As you can see, I'm playing a game called Wordle. No, I can't see that. Uh, it says on Discord. But... Oh, I'm not looking at Discord. All right. Sorry. Well, then never mind. Um, uh, That is a word puzzle game. Boring. Anyways, um, what else have I played? Uh, this week, I swear, it's been... I finished everything that I'm going to do in Sunset Overdrive. I played all the DLC, and then I packed that shit up. Um, <laughs> all right. It's the... I don't know. The first DLC was more coherent and like a better package, in my opinion. The second round of DLC was robot-based. It, it I did not felt, like that DLC at all. The robot one? Yeah, I did not like that yeah, at all. Yeah, the the tone of it was not great. It was like more leaning into references. Um, they gave you some cool weapons, uh, but like I hated the characters that they had you working alongside. Um, it just didn't. The, it leaned on like the the re- when I say lean on references, I don't mean like that they used references. Like the reference was the content. I hate that shit. Uh, Ready Player One, Ready Player Two, and it was like there was a moment I sent Drew. I'm like, so they just did the scene from uh, Office Space where they break the printer. Like th- that that was a how old of a reference at this point. Um, I mean, everybody's done that. Yes, joke. that's the reason why you should stop doing it. <laughs> Nobody's gonna stop. Oh, fucking hell! And I didn't think the ending was very good. The ending boss battle was what started off like the best boss battle and ended as the worst. And I don't. I'm curious to know who played that on PC because. I have questions about it that I couldn't get an answer from like a basic Google search because that final boss in the DLC is very Xbox heavy to the point where the character says, Xbox, can you give me a gun? Um, so I'm interested to know that, but otherwise like that kind of ends on a wet fart and that was it. And it's got some of the best weapons in the game and now I have no reason to use them. So that was a bit disappointing. Um, I played some Crash 4. That's good. That's a very good game. I'm very bad at it. Uh, but boy, is it pretty. I love the humor in it. And uh, I I want to play more, even though I'm very bad. Uh, and I also started up... I played a couple of things, actually. I'm... Uh, Played a little bit of Ace Combat. Six? I'm very bad at that. Which one? 
the Game Pass one, so the newest six. Oh, okay. And um, very What's bad at that. I think I need to switch to the actual, like, more realistic, as they quote-unquote, controls. Because it didn't feel right just kind of pointing my, like, tr- trying to just fly normally. Like, the turning <laughs> and everything. How many missions have you finished in that game? I didn't finish one because I was like, this feels off. Okay. Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you that uh, the further you, when when you get in a little bit further, that game throws up a freaking wall. And the, um, one of the missions, I don't remember if it's like the eighth or ninth mission, made me just stop playing. Oh really? Uh, and I was enjoying the game, but it's just it's hard to the point that it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um and they've got you doing like there's there's too much to focus on. Um and it just it wasn't I'm sure there's going to be some people that just tell me to get good and I'm sure that's true. Uh, but it was to the point where it wasn't fun for me anymore as much as I love the rest of the game. And I'm a big flight sim guy. That's yeah, one that's of my favorite genres. So, I, I guess my ex- expectation—I will say this—my expectation and what I got were two different things. I was kind of just because I know the series a little bit, like I've never actually played them, but I kind of know how they existed for a long time. I thought it was going to be more like Earth Defense Force, but f- fighting other planes, <laughs> just because of how much they, how many of those games they pumped out for a while, um, on PS2. <clears throat> so, um. I played a little bit of that. It was like, this is good, but I don't know if I like the controls and I kind of wish I'd put on the more realistic ones. Um, and then uh, I-, I tried it out because I wanted to know because it was on sale on PlayStation and the PlayStation has the VR included. And I wanted yeah. to know if I should pick it up. And then I once I played it, I was like, I'm just going to play this on Game Pass. Yeah, and the um, VR is not actual... Like, it's not the full game in VR. No, it's about... Th- three hours i've heard yeah i I haven't actually played it yet um but i know it's not the full game and then uh i played a little bit of dead rising 4 so that's kind of it yeah i know what a weird combination of crap i totally don't know why i played what i played i was just like yep what that sure that there let's play that i mean we all got these video games we should play them Yep. That's it for me. All right, oh, well, ten more Tetris effect because I like going online and that's that's my online game of choice. That's like so. your Overwatch? Uh wouldn't go that far. But sure. <laughs> Nobody goes that far. Trying to get back to the top three percent in one of the categories. I think I dropped to top seven percent. Oh, it's only same. Well, I got rolled by one person who I was not expecting to be as good as they were. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I fuck." And then I dropped one piece wrong and I was like, and there it is. That's where the end. I was doing pretty well. I was holding up and then I dropped one piece in the wrong spot and went, I'm fucked. <laughs> and absolutely I was. And there was no return. So, yep. That's how it goes. Well, then we'll move on to the Wombat. All right. Um, so I played some more, um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I'm about six hours into that game and, um, 
have done nothing of consequence uh, as of yet. Uh, just kind of sailing around and not going to my first objective, um, first primary objective. You still um, haven't even completed the. Uh, you haven't got the title crawl yet. Oh no, no. I so w- w- again, I, I'll, I'll mention this. So um, when you when you first start the game, there's like a little intro, and then it skips ahead, and then uh, some things happen. And the first like real big mission objective you're given is go back home. Uh, I was given that mission objective six hours ago, and just now went back home. We need to yeah. hinterlands this shit, okay? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, the uh, so I've been uh, enjoying what I played, and I did switch it to performance or um, uh, fidelity mode uh, with the new patch, and it looks very, very pretty. I can't. Like um, after playing Assassin's Creed in 60 FPS, I will never turn that on. Yeah, see, I'm not frame sensitive at all. Um, yeah, but the combat like, is better. See, I don't notice that stuff like everybody else oh, does. I just I don't. don't know uh, like, how you can't. I just don't. Like everybody talks about frame rate all the time and how much more playable everything is at 60 versus 30. And I swear to God, if you put both of them next to each other, I would not be able to tell you the difference. I think we're going um, to take you to a doctor. May I mean maybe so. I do have uh uh I, I do have uh uh amblyopia, so maybe that's the maybe that's the problem. But yeah, I the, I, can't. I I I genuinely can't tell the difference. Um now, the only time I can really notice frames is when it falls off a cliff and it's like a slideshow, then I notice frame rate. But as long as it's not that, I don't notice the difference. Um, uh, you thought the internet was coming after you for the other thing. They're really well, coming listen, after it's, you now. It's not to say that there isn't a difference. <laughs> uh, just that I don't notice it. Um, <sighs> so, speaking of frame rate, I also played um, Legend of Zelda, uh, or Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, the demo. Oh my god! Um, which was a very meaty demo. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> genuinely, I only noticed the frame rate being an issue a couple of times. Um, you're, you're broken, Ryan. I'm just going to say right now, you're fucking I'm sure broken. that I am. <laughs> like, there were a couple times when I was playing with Zelda where it's like, oh, yeah, it's like everything just slowed down to a crawl. Um, but other than that, I didn't really notice it. Um, that being said, I mean, it's, it's a Musou game, and some of the characters are pretty fun to play as. Um, but that's, you know, really about all I can say for it. Um, I, you know, if it's ever, which it won't be cause it's a Nintendo title, but if it like ever drops way down in price, I might pick it up. Yeah. That'll um, never happen. Um, other than that, I played, uh, I played some more Godfall, um, in advance of review, which continues, um, to be a launch ass launch game. Um, like again, it's fine. It plays well. Um, it's you know, it's Diablo with, or not Diablo. It's um, although it does have a little bit of Diablo. Um, it's Destiny with clubs and swords instead of guns. Um, the the I I the biggest criticism that I have of the game above everything else is 
I understand why they did it from an aesthetic standpoint, but the decision to not have you also collect loot in the form of armor pieces um, is really stupid. You gotta um, get your paper plates. Yeah, I mean, valor plates. I thought they were vapor uh, plates. Valor plates. Oh, fuck it. It's um, vapor plates now. <laughs> the to, to replace, you know, one of the, at least for me, one of the primary draws of any loot game is how it makes my character look. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's that there's that level of, oh, my God, that's awesome when you finally get a couple armor pieces to match that are also the highest level armor pieces you have in your inventory. Um, and this game just throws all that out and says you can only use these matching armor sets, and they have different attributes that go along with them. And they look cool, mostly. Um, but it's like, you know, I'm going into these different worlds and gathering these pieces that I need to unlock these armor plates. And it just doesn't have the same drive as, um, it would if I were collecting pieces of armor that customize the way my character looks as I go along. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've always in games like this been much more drawn to, Ooh, I got a new piece of armor. Let me see what it looks like compared to, Ooh, I got an another of you know this type of weapon that attack wise does the exact same thing. It just does it with a little more damage. I will piece never armor. understand Ooh, piece of armor. Yeah, I yeah. will never understand how these games don't get that. Like that was one of the biggest things about Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, it's like that's a good you're point. getting you're getting this armor, and you'll see like a hologram of it over your character, but it doesn't change their appearance. It's like I know that's stupid, but we you know as gamers we love to play dress up. That's like, it's remember, a huge part of the experience, I think, in any loot game. Yeah, like you look at Injustice too. Like, remember all the combinations you would put together oh, for the character, God, like yeah. Diablo. You put all these combinations together, and you're like, "Man, my dude looks cool." And yep. and like, uh, it's funny because I think I even said it, and I'm wrong. I think I might have said something along the lines of like Marvel wanting to keep their characters kind of like brand, you know, strong. There's a mobile game that's like a three on three arena, so. uh uh, MOBA, mo- uh, mobile MOBA uh, sort of game and uh, it's it's showing character creation like it's showing you like here's you can customize Spider-Man and I'm like what the yeah. fuck would in your big title do that same thing yeah and I mean I think you know Ken just name checked it but Injustice proved that you can you can still customize the way mm. su- uh, famous superheroes look and do it in a way that's consistent I th- I think the the only thing there is that like DC has been a little bit more DC and Warner Brothers are a little bit more forgiving on how characters are presented than Disney slash Marvel. I don't disagree with that, but I I don't think you know I, I guess I, don't I should think say there's surprise. any of those customizations in Injustice that make characters unrecognizable as who they are, like. Even with the customizations, you can tell that Batman is Batman. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I don't know. I I tend to think you can get away with more customization on these characters and still have them feel true to themselves than I think some of these brands actually think you can. Oh, I agree. I I was saying that more as a less of, I'm not surprised Warner Brothers did that, not so much of, well, that's the only reason why Warner Brothers did that. Like, 
you're right. They all look like the my Flash, who has like a full face mask in Injustice Two, because it was cool. Um, he wears a full face mask. Like there's no skin showing anymore. Um, but it's still clearly the Flash. And what I really liked about that is that they were referencing the one-off and the the like. Oh, well, in this issue, the Flash wore a different costume, so we have that here or else worlds or all this other stuff, which Marvel does do. So it doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love that fact. I love doing that in Mortal Kombat, which I, I mean, isn't the same sort of thing. They can't pull from all those places. So it is just new designs coming in. Um, I, I love that. And, you know, it's funny because even with something like Borderlands, where it wasn't really a lot of customization, there was some, but um I liked firing new guns just to see the like how it fired differently, which I know seems weird because there's stats to the weapon as well. But like all the guns do have a different firing pattern for the most part. So it was like I got a new gun. Oh, it's got some red text. Well, now I need to just fire this at least once to see how it works. Um, and if that's not there, I don't see the benefit in loot. Yeah, and the. the um... You know, I I thought that Assassin's Creed Odyssey handled it very well um, after updates in that not only did you get, you know, cool new pieces of armor to equip, but you could transmog any of the armor that you had on into looking like any previous piece of armor you had found. Um, So if you found a piece of armor that you thought looked cool, but then found a different piece later that had better stats, you could make the decision on whether to wear it the way it was or transmog it into a piece, uh, another piece of armor you had previously found, um, which I thought was a, a cool way to, to handle um, that sort of progression. Uh, but, you know, they decided not to do that with this game. Um, I and, have a weird uh, question for you. Sure. Is it multiplayer, this game? It is, yes. That yeah, might you be can why. play. I think with up to four people. Yeah, but I mean, you can you can still have custom armor and have it be multiplayer. It's it's it it's, co- it's cooperative. Oh, Not, never uh, mind. yeah, like you you. It's like Destiny, right? Where you go in and you um, do uh, the raids or whatever. Yeah, together. You, you, but you go no, through the no, levels and um. Oh God, there's no uh, ba- like battling each other. Uh, there may be, I'm not quite sure. I haven't dove into that piece if there is yet. Um, I don't think but... there is. I think it's just okay. straight TV. That would be yeah. the only reason why I could see the armor transmog stuff not making a lot of sense. But otherwise, I think that should have been a thing they thought but of. But isn't that in Destiny? And Destiny is, is it? PvP. Yeah, 100% it is. Oh, well then fucking, I don't know what I'm talking about. You should have shut me up four minutes ago. The, but... yeah, the, the you can... You can absolutely do that, and oh, that's there's nothing. I mean, it's in a game like the, in a in a looter game, it's kind of a, it's not like Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like it's it's expected that in a loot game like this, even if it does have competitive multiplayer, that somebody who has better loot is going to outperform you. Um, it's not the like level playing field multiplayer that a game like Fortnite or something like that would need. 
playing field in Fortnite. The, the kids are too damn good. I can't play it. Be, being yeah, able true. to <laughs> visually see what the other person has and going, oh, I'm fucked. I, that's the reason why I was saying it. Not like knowing that you're outmatched by just what the person has. I should yeah, say. I mean, that was I, the I, only I don't... thing logically I could understand making you like, oh, you can't transmog because everybody needs to know what you have on. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So again, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but play Fortnite with any kid who's played it a lot, and they can tell you just by the skin the person's wearing how good somebody is. Um, and there's no benefit whatsoever to any of those skins. It's just a look. But it's like, oh, this guy has this soccer skin, which they could only get in season two. Playing it anymore, really? Um, they're mostly playing Ark. Oh God! Um, which, yes, I know. <laughs> oh my God! My son and his friends love Ark. Man, they play like that's the majority of what they play anymore. Sometimes they play Apex Legends. Sometimes they play Overwatch. Sometimes they play, uh, you know, Minecraft or you know. Uh, human fall flat or stuff like that, but their, their go-to game generally is arc. And it looks terrible and performs terrible. Which is funny because like they just put out a patch for the next gen consoles and I booted it up. Cause I'm always curious. I booted it up. I'm like, wow, this still looks like complete dog shit. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is that game. Um, it has some cool ideas in it. Sure. Uh, and some cool, like if they didn't look so pixelated and jaggy, some cool designs for some of the like dinosaurs and you know, my, my son found a couple wyverns and they look pretty cool. Um, but at the same time, it's like it, I mean, you can't go more than like, that's a game that I noticed the frame rate in. You want to, you want to hear something funny. And I thought about this the other day, the guys that made that game made another game. Remember that? I don't Atlas. Remember that game? Pirate game? It was just the same game. I know, but like it completely it flopped. Good. I didn't it was... know that was them at all. Oh. Yeah. Atlas was them, and it's essentially the same game except you're pirates. It's, it's, right? it's not essentially the same game. It's literally the same game to the point where hackers were bringing in stuff from Ark to what was supposed to be a pirate MMO. Yeah, the only reason I remember it is because I was looking through the Black Friday sales on Xbox and I saw it. I was like, oh my god, I forgot about Atlas. That's okay, because the entire gaming world forgot about Atlas, too. Um, and then to continue, um, I'll, I'll use that as a segue, too. Um, another uh, another game made by people who also made a different game. <laughs> See how I did that? Um, you mean all games, almost? <laughs> almost. He's played um, all the games, everybody. I did finish um, this week. I finished uh, The Pathless. Um, and put, sent my review to Ken on that last night. Um, it took me about six hours. Um, and I feel like I, I'm in a weird spot about that game where I feel like the length was perfect for the content that they had, but I also feel like they could have done a better job expanding some of the content and made the game longer. Um, I, I think... You know, a lot of times I play games and I think, man, this is a six-hour game that they stretched into 10 or 15 hours. Um, this is a game that I played and I thought, man, with the underlying kind of system here, they probably could have put 
some more content in a couple of these places, some more varied content in a couple of these places, and extended it out a little farther, especially for forty bucks. Um, that said, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the gameplay is really fun. Um, it's you know, there's a lot of free running where um, I don't remember now if I've walked through what the gameplay is like uh, on this show yet, but um, I'll do it again quickly. The um, essentially high level, you're the hunter, quote unquote, and you have a bow and arrow and you have an eagle friend and um, you have to try to lift this curse uh, from this island. Um, and part of that curse are the former sort of gods slash forest spirits um, that guard each plateau um, have been corrupted. And so you have to cure them of their corruption before you get to the final boss. And um, essentially what you do is you run around collecting these talismans by doing puzzles. You put the talismans into towers. Once you unlock three towers, you can fight the boss. Is at a high level how it works for each plateau? And there are, um, what don't I got to think? One, two, three, four, four tall ones is what they call them. Um, and then the final boss. Um, but the the puzzles basically all well let me get back to traversal so as you're running around point to point you have a stamina bar and your character moves really slow um unless you're holding the left trigger and then she runs really fast but it drains your stamina bar pretty quickly and so to keep the stamina bar full you have to keep shooting at these targets that are just scattered throughout the world and so you run And there's no aiming. You just hold down the right trigger when you want to shoot, and she'll lock on automatically to the closest target and shoot at it. And so there's like this rhythm to running through, shooting targets, keep running, shoot a target, run, keep shooting a target. When you jump, if you shoot a target in midair, it kind of gives you a little bit of boost in the air. You eventually unlock the ability for your eagle to flap its wings and carry you higher up in the air. Um, multiple number of times, depending on how far in the game you get. And so you use all these different sort of traversal mechanics to make your way through the world. Uh, Every now and then, at least a couple times each level, um, there's this big sort of glowing sphere in the middle of the plateau where the, the boss is sort of living at that moment. And if you get too close, which you often have to do to get to the next set of talismans, the globe expands and you get sucked into it and your bird gets thrown away and you have to try and sneak your way to your bird without this giant monster seeing you. So there's like a kind of a spotlight effect and you have to try and stay out of the spotlight, sneak your way to the bird, save it, and then you pet it to clean it. uh, And you can go on about your business. Um, Once you unlock three towers, you go into the actual boss battle mode. Every boss plays out the same way. There's a chase sequence um, where you're free running and chasing the beast as it's running away. And you got to get close enough to shoot targets on its side to knock it down. Then it goes into like the first part of the arena battle where you kind of fight it. 
And then it usually goes into a third phase uh, where it changes up a little bit. So for one of the bosses, after you get them to the third phase, it turns into uh, you have to sneak through this castle while it's trying to blow fire at you and hide behind things so that you don't get blown out by the fire. Um, you know, for another one of the bosses, you know, it's got six heads and you've got to try and cut the heads down before, um, you get hit, like without getting hit. Um, so that, you know, plays out over the course of six hours. Ultimately you fight the final boss. And I, I think that they could have extended it out, but the problem is the puzzles that you have to solve for the talismans are honestly pretty much the exact same combination of things, just rearranged. Um, so there's usually some combination of shooting a torch, like there'll be torches that are kind of lined up or you have to find the right angle to line them up and you shoot an arrow through a lit one to light one that's not lit. Or you have to shoot through a series of rings and you have to manipulate the rings and the angle you're shooting at to shoot through, you know, three before it hits the target. Um, or, you know, there's a mirror that you have to angle your arrow off of to hit something. And so usually there are puzzles that only involve one of those. And then there are puzzles where you've got to use mirrors to have arrows that are lit on fire, light other torches on fire, so you can position rings in the right direction to shoot the target, where they combine everything all together. The problem is uh, those three things and then having your eagle like carry a weight to put on a button so you don't have to stand on it are really the only puzzle pieces. So it's just endless combinations of those sort of four things. Um, And so, you know, by the time you get to the last set of puzzles, they've really kind of worn out their welcome. Um, I will say it, it does kind of end at the right time. Um, I just wish they had sort of expanded on that toolkit. Even if they had just doubled the different things that you could do, they probably could have extended the time a little bit, which I think would have been pretty important for a game that's 40 bucks. Uh, but other than that, I, I did enjoy it. I think, you know, if it had been 20 instead, I'd tell everybody to rush out and buy it. Um, at 40, it's a little harder for me to make that call. Um, but if you're intrigued by the look of it and you like the puzzles, um, you'll you'll find a lot to enjoy it's just you know kind of uh repetitive and short for 40 bucks is it a lot of exploration or is it all kind of fairly linear no it's definitely not linear um there's not even a map um so your your character within the first half hour um gets this visor that allows her to have spirit vision And so when you want to know where to go next, you basically just have to, and it helps if you get somewhere high, you look through the spirit vision and you'll see like red glowing uh, in places that have like puzzles to solve. And that's how you know, oh, okay, I need to head over there. Uh, But you can tackle the puzzles in any order you want. You can do the towers in any order you want. I actually, um, they generally make the next plateau so the next boss's area so high up in the air that you can't really get to it without this giant sort of vortex that unlocks when you beat the boss before it. Um, but eventually you get enough 
flaps midair that you can get to that some of that stuff without even beating the prior boss. So I had a couple scenarios where I got a little bit lost and didn't realize that I had made my way up so high that I was actually on the next boss's level um, and unlocked some talismans for that boss before I really realized, oh, wait, this is this is not the same boss that I'm supposed to be fighting. Um, so it's definitely not linear. You can go any direction you want to. Okay. I'll probably wait for a sale it's just by how you're talking about it. I'm glad I didn't go out and pick it up right away. But uh, I wouldn't be playing on new hardware anyways. I'd be playing on old hardware. Yeah. So I will say it looks incredibly pretty. Um, the art direction is stellar. The boss design is really cool. Um, you know, it it tells the story it tells is actually pretty interesting. Um, it just doesn't have as much meat on the bone as I think they could have had. If they added some more lore, that would have been another thing that could have probably pushed it to a little bit longer. Maybe they'll make a sequel. I don't know, but um, it, um, it it's got it it has a pretty interesting story to tell. It's just a little bit um, shallow in terms of content. Yeah, I don't think they'll do a sequel. <clears throat> Giant Squid doesn't usually do sequels, right? Yeah, and the the ending of the game could go either way in terms of leaving it open for a sequel. So I could see them picking it up, and I could see them also um, not. So um, the only other thing I'll talk about is um, some uh, PS5-ass PS5 stuff. Um, I had my first this morning scenario where yesterday I took the risk and left my I closed all my apps but I, and games but I kept my system on rest mode so I could charge the controller and when I booted it up this morning I got no picture and that rest so, mode is fucked so I hit the the power button it reset back into rest mode I powered it up again and I had no picture um so eventually I had to hold the power button until the system hard shut down boot it back up, it had to do its database rebuild, and then I was able to actually get a picture and get back into it. Um, which, they they gotta fix this. I mean, I'm I'm a person, unlike Ken, who kept my PlayStation 4 in rest mode all the time. Um, and never really had any trouble with it on the PlayStation 4 side. The only time I ever had trouble with it on the PS4 side was if like we lost power, or if it accidentally got unplugged. Um, or we have a couple of the outlets that we use at this house for some of these electronics are attached to switches inexplicably. Um, and so sometimes somebody hits the wrong switch and turns all the internet off in our house or uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But um, generally I never had any trouble. Um, so to have this kind of issue with rest mode on this brand new system is, is pretty, uh, pretty annoying. Some more PS five ass PS five stuff. Um, and this one I kind of take the blame for because I'm cheap, but because I'm a cheapskate, I bought the PlayStation four version of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, knowing that I would get the PS five one for free. Um, and so I have a PS four disc for Assassin's Creed Valhalla that I have to have in my PlayStation in order for the PlayStation five version of Valhalla to run. Um, yesterday I got insanely frustrated in Valhalla because I couldn't find the performance or fidelity uh, choice 
And I'm like, where the fuck is this? I know that it's in there. I'm looking through patch notes. I'm like, this is the patch I have. Why can't I not find this? Only to realize I was playing the PlayStation 4 version. Yeah, that Um, whole system is fucked. And I had previously, I thought, deleted the PlayStation 4 version from my system. Um, So I don't know if it reinstalled when I put the disc back in, which is my guess. Yep. Um, So now I have to uh, make sure that every time the disc comes out and the disc goes back in, that I switch to the PlayStation 5 version instead of the PlayStation 4 version. And it's like, okay, I get it. But I'm putting a PlayStation 4 disc in the system. But at the same time, you see that I have the PlayStation 5 version. Why would I ever want to play the PlayStation 4 version? Um, Yep. Anyhow, it will, though, be handy on uh, Spider-Man that I have the backwards compatible uh, PlayStation 4 version because I can do the save bullshit from the same system. Um, but on Assassin's Creed, it's I, I literally it probably took me, I don't know, seven, eight minutes before I realized I was a dumbass. What's funny about all this is like how many times did Microsoft get laughed at for smart delivery? And now smart delivery's over in the corner going, I fucking told you. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> like sure. There's, there's one I version mean, of the game. There's one version of the game, and you get the version that is optimized for your machine. Right. So, um, anyway, I'm trying to think if I played anything else. The only other thing I played was um, MLB 20, um, which, again, I, I mentioned last week. Um the load times on PS5, even non-optimized, are tremendous. Uh, and that's a game that can have some pretty aggressive load times. So um, for it to load as snappy as it does is awesome and definitely makes me want to play the game more. So I'm looking forward to the next-gen version of that game. All right, is that I, it? The next, the next year, yearly installment. Um. Yeah, I think that's it, because I talked about having beat Miles Morales last week. Um, uh, I guess, I mean, the only other thing I kind of played was I went back and um, played a little bit more Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch, um, probably another two hours or so. Um, but, you know, two hours in that game is like nothing. So that's really it. That comes out this week. The uh, on the other consoles. And I'm looking what, forward Dragon to Dragon Quest Eleven. Eleven S. Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing oh, the one with the. I think I'm allowed to talk about it. The one with the 16-bit version. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm picking up a the physical physical copy. I'm uh, excited to see uh, the differences. It's neat. Uh, I, I I like the 16-bit version of it. I'm not playing in that mode. I'm playing in the 3D mode, um, just because. I feel like it's it's pretty obvious that the game was built with the 3D mode intended, and then the 16-bit version was added in later. Um, so there's some of the some of the like cutscenes um, sound a little bit goofy um, because of what they can show in 3D versus what they can show in 2D. Uh, but it is still a, a pretty cool nostalgia trip. Yeah. Plus, the a... game is pretty in 3D. That's the other. Yes. Uh, and you're playing the less pretty version right by all accounts um, yeah and it's still i mean especially on the in, in handheld mode it still looks great oh yeah i mean I, say what you will about kira toriyama and his ability to only draw one or two faces 
Um, <laughs> his artwork translates to video games perfectly. Uh, I mean, look at uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. You know, like that game looks amazing as well. Um, but I'm excited because there's just more content overall in uh, Dragon Quest XI S. Like all the side missions and everything. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and yeah, the uh, 16-bit version. I was honestly disappointed that they never brought the 3DS version out over here. Um, at least they've saved the like 16-bit version from there. Uh, because it was like a whole different game where like 16-bit version was on the bottom screen and the top screen was like chibi versions of all the characters. Like Yeah, which is a cool idea. Yeah. So I was really disappointed that never came out. So I'm glad that that's been saved at least. So I'm looking forward to that next week. Yep. Uh, so yeah, but that's that's it for me. Nothing else. To continue on your PS5 story, um, so I noticed an interesting thing. I don't know if any of y'all got, um, well, Wombat, you're the only one that has one on this show, uh, an external drive plugged into the PS5? Uh, yeah, I do. All right, so check this out. Um, I've got two external drives. One's a four, one's a two terabyte. I decided, I don't know why, but I hooked up the four to the PS5. Man, I love all this shit. Um, fuck you, Craig. Fuck Craig. So yeah, PS5. It's it's a, it's a little bit of a buggy mess. Um, which we have questions about that later in the show, so we'll talk some more about that later. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and run through my stuff. I didn't. I don't have indie games to go through this week. I'm assuming because it was a holiday, we didn't get the codes. So whatever. Maybe we'll talk about those next week. Um, most of the stuff I've been playing like regularly is I've been going back to a lot of the stuff. I'm playing more Valhalla. Um, I like that game. I think it's good. I don't think I love it as much as uh, Odyssey and Origins. Definitely don't love it as much as Odyssey. Um, playing more Yakuza. That game is going to be way up on my list of games of the year. That game is still amazing. I still play Dirt 5 on a regular basis, which is kind of crazy. Um... I did get a chance to screen the insert coin documentary that came out. Uh, if you don't know what that is, I'll be writing a little piece up about it on the website. But basically, it is a documentary about the rise from Williams uh, to Bally Midway, basically from pinball tables up through stuff like NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat, uh, and stuff like that. It is a very interesting documentary. They have some great interviews on there. Obviously, the big one they did not get was Ed Boon. He is not in it. But uh, Mr. T- Mr. Cybot is. Mr. Tobias is in it a lot. Um, but if you grew up playing any of those arcade games from stuff like Defender, Pinball, um, through things like Smash TV, NARC, uh, they even do a bit on the grid and War Gods which I found very interesting. Wow, War Gods. Yeah, um, and they also... War, the, the explanation of War Gods was perfect because within Midway, the management made it a cutthroat, like, you versus you kind of mentality. And the team that built War Gods was, was assigned to do it because they were trying to capitalize on Mortal Kombat. 
but the team that built it was not allowed to have any help from the team at Mortal Kombat because obviously they didn't want them to do better than they did. So it was a very interesting story. Um, it's a long documentary. It's very good. If you know anything about that era, it is definitely worth watching. Uh, and also, I did not realize how much Mark Tumel actually did <laughs> during that time. Um, but no, it's it's really good. If you have any interest in that old arcade scene, I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, it is currently only available on demand at like the Alamo Draft House on demand, which is kind of weird. I think I think that's kind of a disservice to it. I think if they would have put it on like other services, like even if you're paying for it, because obviously you have to pay for it, but like put it on a Voodoo or on a um, a YouTube or something that people can watch at other places. Because currently only being available on an on-demand website of a theater may not be the most exposure that you're probably looking for. I don't even know if that's available in Canada. Well, it's a website. It's a website. Well, it doesn't matter though. Then I have to start doing VPN shit and like, yes, it's, I can do it. I just, it's annoying having to like jump through hoops to watch something that I'm going to pay for. Yes. Yes. And I agree. I I really think they should get better distribution for this. I mean, put it on YouTube and put it behind a paywall. YouTube can do that. So, but anyway, that thing really good. If you have the means, check it out. Um, it's very cool. And then this podcast is not going live until noon because, hey, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, I can talk about that game. I finished it uh, and wrote my review this weekend. And Ghosts of Tsushima and Immortals, Phoenix Rising are going to be my headbutting right now for Game of the Year. Nice. How how long is it? Uh, It took me 22 hours to finish and I didn't do everything. Wow. So, Drew, what were you going to say? I just said that good, huh? It's very good. I could not stop playing it. Like, every time I would stop to go play something else, I would just immediately come back to it. Um, And like I told you guys last week, it is essentially the team that made Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which makes me really excited for whatever they're going to do next, because Assassin's Creed Odyssey is probably one of my favorite in the series. And Immortals Phoenix Rising is now my favorite thing that they've done. Um, And it is essentially, what if that team went and made a Breath of the Wild game? Down to the fact that there are shrines throughout the level, there are four gods you have to release. Each god has a massive um, puzzle-based temple that you have to complete in order to finish their quest line. Um, You basically get every power you're going to get throughout the game within the first hour. And then you spend time upgrading them. Uh, the combat is very fast and fluid. It feels good. You've got a lot of cool moves. You get a bird, and the bird is not used to like spot things, but it's actually used to attack things. Um, also, it's really cool when you start gliding across the world that he like flies up and flies next to you in, in uniform. I think that's really cool. Um, my favorite part of the game, though, is the way the story is told, which is kind of funny, Drew. You're, you're the only one that will get this reference, but while I was playing this game, I was also re-watching some Supernatural, and I watched the um, Remember the Titans episode. <laughs> and the story of Immortals Phoenix Rising is Prometheus being chained to the top of the mountain, 
and Zeus coming up there to talk to him. And basically they make a bet on whether Phoenix can stop the god Typhon. And the way the game is told is Prometheus like narrating what Phoenix is doing and the world around her or him. You can play as either a man. You can play as either. Um, but he's narrating that story while Zeus is talking to him. And it's basically played out like a comedy where Prometheus will make assumptions about different things. And Zeus will be talking about what kind of a deadbeat daddy is. <laughs> and like the comedy behind it is really well done. Like I genuinely chuckled several times at the comments that were made. Now there are some eye rolling moments um, of things like, okay, yeah, you're making a reference to that. But the way they kind of weave in like modern stuff with the old stuff, like Zeus talking about his drinking problem. <laughs> like little things like that. And it's told so well. And it reminds me a lot of in Bastion. Um, like when you do something that Prometheus will make a comment and then Zeus will make a stupid off color joke. And it's just, it's so perfectly weaved. Um, when you're playing through it, the story remains interesting from beginning to the end. And it's, it, like, the visuals match that. Like, it has a really kind of cartoony, like, over-exaggerated look to a lot of the characters. Um, and the world is just beautiful. So, on Xbox Series X, it has two modes, like everything else does. It has a uh, a fidelity mode and a performance mode. And the performance mode, I mean, this was the dream, right? When we got these new consoles, seeing large, massive open-world games running at 60 frames per second. And this game does that. And it's just, it's incredible. Um, the little shrines that you can go into are actually like miniature dungeons like they were in Breath of the Wild, where you've got to solve these either physics-based puzzles, um, like Ryan was talking about in the Pathless. There's a lot of shooting arrows through flames to light other flames. Um, there's lots of those things scattered throughout the world. I love how it tracks everything. So like when you complete something in the world, it like removes it from the map, which for a collector of trying to do everything is, is fantastic. Um, also every little event in the world goes towards something. That was one of the big things about this game. There's like no wasted stuff. So every shrine, every puzzle, every, you know, combat encounter that you complete gives you things that you can use to upgrade. So like there's a main hub you can go back to and there's like five different things you can upgrade. So you can upgrade your health. You can upgrade your stamina. Yes, there's stamina that's used for climbing uh, and performing special moves. Um, you can upgrade um, your weapon of power. You can upgrade your arrow capacity. Um, you can upgrade uh, the, the armor. So the way the armor works is you can get different pieces of armor that are themed after different things in the world. And you can change, like you can transmog them to make them look like... So if you like a piece, you can transmog it to another one. But the armor doesn't have stats on it. Instead, it has like a perk. So each piece of armor will give you a perk. So for example, one of them will be like, your hits do 30% more damage when you're at full health. And there's only one perk per piece of armor. Uh, you can upgrade the armor to get a better perk once it's fully upgraded. And the nice thing is, is when you upgrade your armor, it upgrades across the board. So regardless of which piece you're wearing... You can actually, it'll contain all the upgrades that you do. Um, there's also world challenges you can do. Those give you things called, um, oh, what are they called? The, 
the coins of the dead. What do they call those? From Greek mythology that you give to the river sticks? Uh, Charon. Uh, I don't remember what the coins are called. Y- you're, you're right. Ch- Chakron Charon. 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 Yeah. You get Charon coins, and those coins are used to upgrade things in your skill tree. So, like, uh, if you want your arrows, you can control your arrows. Like, you can shoot a special arrow that, like, you can guide. And one of the upgrade paths for that is you can slow it up and sp- or speed it up and slow it down. So, uh, Charles Obel is what it's Charon's Obel. That's what they're called. Okay. Like, yeah, I, it's I, called I a Charon. Yeah, it's a Charon coin, and those are what you use to upgrade like your skill tree. Do you meet him? Like, uh... see a person in the world because he's the the guy that takes you across River Stakes. No, those are just his coins. Oh, okay. Uh, there's four main gods that you... Basically, the island's been cursed, and all of the gods have been transformed into something like Aphrodite was turned into a tree. Um, Ares is turned into a chicken. That's about right. So, like, all the characters have been turned into something, and you have to go kind of do their quests in order to turn them back into gods. And then once you do that, they give you three blessings as you continuously do their quest line. And again, those are like, they're like perks. That's, this is two pretty in-depth Greek mythology games this year. I know, right? Like, it, it's weird. Uh, it's the second one in a row for this team. Yeah, like this team That's went true, literally, yeah. this team literally went from realistic kind of Assassin's Creed-y style Greek mythology to this more like Saturday morning cartoon one. And I really like this game. Do, do you want me to hurt you? Um, Ken? I don't I don't know. This team should be doing Beyond Good and Evil 2. They yeah. made a Zelda clone. Yeah. And I mean, this game is... They did a cartoony one of that. I will tell you this. This is the first game that I am legit stoked to play the DLC because the DLC takes place in like mythic china fuck off and i'm like i've gotta uh, have that uh, dlc <laughs> yeah. i knew i was gonna get this game this week but like oh, god damn it now i'll give you i'll give you the couple things i didn't like um having to watch the animation every time you upgrade i really wish you could skip it and when you finish the game there's like this little message pops up like every other open world game hey y'all this is a point in no return once you do this this is the end of the game I wanted to go back into the world to, like, clean up the mess, and it didn't really give me a good save for that. Which is severely disappointing, because it's one of those games I immediately wanted to go back in and clean up the world. I can get there, um, but I have to do some stuff before I can actually get out and do it, and it's kind of frustrating. They do that twice in Watch Dogs Legion. They tell you twice. Like, this is the point no return. Yeah. Yeah. They do that twice in The Witcher 3. Yes, they do. Yeah, but The Witcher 3, True. you are making choices throughout. So, like, I feel like they should at some point give you the option to be like, maybe I don't want to make this choice right now. But in Watch Dogs, it's like, you have, this is it, man. Like, this is the only mission you have right now. And, like, all the side quests are kind of Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you want it? And like, you return right after. Like, you, the the plot ends, and you still have stuff you can do after the plot. It's just twice in the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. In Immortals Phoenix Rising, when it tells you, like, this is the end, you think it's literally the final boss battle? Nah, dog. There's like two or three hours after that. You gotta climb a mountain. Immortals Phoenix Wright. Objection. Immortals Phoenix Wright, yeah. Uh, I might play that's still a horrible, horrible name. It I is. Don't, Gods and Monsters was a better name. Gods and Monsters is a fantastic name. The only yep. thing I could think of that they didn't call it that is that uh, it might actually have like a trademark or a copyright or something uh, with Warner Brothers. Because they have, they have the Gods and Monsters DC Universe. So, that's it. I mean, it's it's entirely possible, but yeah, like Phoenix is the name of the character. So, I, I this whole thing just reminds me. Uh, Anthony will get it. Patrice O'Neill talk about sci-fi original movies and how they change the names. <laughs> it's like if if sci-fi sci-fi channel did Jurassic Park, he would call it Dinosaur Forest. <laughs> It's one of the best bits. It is. It's so uh, good. God damn so, yeah. it. Buy this game. <laughs> it's it's going to be... I know Cyberpunk has a perfect opportunity to also be my game of the year, but if I had to pick right now, I'd have to have a long conversation with myself between, between Ghost of Tsushima. Between those two? Yep. Those two are my favorite games of the year. Uh, with Yakuza right behind it. God, there's been so many great fucking games. I was about to say, I was like, where does Yakuza fit in this? Because it seems like you were like, this has got to be like Game of the Year, right? I mean, it it would be within a year without Ghosts of Tsushima and Immortals Phoenix Rising. There's a uh, game I forgot to uh, talk about that I played. I started at Battletoads. I like that game. How do the people not like the humor? I don't know. I really it's don't know. It's great. And Best Kisser. And then the... <laughs> <laughs> and then they, it was the 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 delivery of the next line was and but wait what best, best kisser what do you mean <laughs> it's just well, game, I make out game. with my hand every day duh <laughs> I'll tell you what in any other year that game probably would have made my list uh, at some point man. but it's probably won't this it, year it, it won't it won't because like I still think there's nine games in between that and Streets of Rage four for me. Yeah, you that's the thing. Mean? And that's Streets of Rage Four was so so perfect. Like I, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say what I want to say about it until our top ten. But like, there's a moment in that game where I just went. I the, the, this game is perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's uh, 2020 has been a, a shitty year, but I'll tell you what: for games, it's been a damn good year. Also, we talked about last week, before you go on to any other games, potentially, Ken, we talked about that uh, wager Jay was asking us which game would win. I'm going to double down on my bet of Hades because Supergiant is beloved by people. I don't love them. I love Hades. Um, So I could totally see them taking Game of the Year just for that alone, too, their past works. I mean, the people who voted for it, Hades has a very good shot, but I really think Animal Crossing is going to pull it out. We'll find out in yep. uh, not very long. It's December 10th, right? I don't remember. Which is also the same day Cyberpunk comes out cuz wow, what a fucking day that'll be. Oh, do you have that? Do you have do you have the news of the award that's being opened up clearly so Cyberpunk can win? <laughs> I don't know yet. I haven't got to the news. To the news? Yet. All right. We're going to do uh releases first. I understand. Releases. 
we can start doing PS5 and Series X. So this week, that that's it for me, by the way. I played a bunch of stuff just going back to it. But as far as new games go, Immortals is, has literally consumed me. for, And I've had that game for a while, like almost two weeks. Yeah, that was the last yeah. time we played Overwatch. You, you had mentioned something to me about it. Yep, which is kind of funny because uh, we don't have Cyberpunk yet. And uh, that means there ain't going to be no review on the 10th. I don't think we're going to get Cyberpunk. I don't know. When does when does Immortal come Immortals come out again? Next week, boss. Tuesday. Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. Tuesday. It's Thursday. Thursday. Thursday's no, it's Dragon th- Quest. It's Thursday. it's Thursday. You're right. Okay, so Dragon Quest is Tuesday. I mean, we're spoiling the releases here, guys. Come oh, on. God forbid. Fuck, sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Two seconds from now, will you? <laughs> this week on PS5, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. I'm assuming I don't know what the fuck that is. Um. Because that game launched, so I, I, uh, Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition uh, updates for Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege also coming to Xbox. Uh, Worms Rumble, which is in news because it's a PlayStation Plus game for the month. Um, Haven and Immortals Phoenix Rising, and then on Friday we're getting the next gen upgrades to FIFA 21 and Madden NFL 12. And okay. That's it for new consoles, I think. Right? Yep. That's it for new consoles. Ah, oh, for the old ones. What's coming out for the old ones? They're now old, by the way. Mm-hmm. Kronos, Before the Ashes, which is a prequel to Remnant from the Ashes. Really? Already? It's like a cheap Dark Souls. Sword and board, kind of that. Oh, so you're not using guns anymore? No, no, it's just melee. Oh, I don't know if I want to play that game then. Oh, well, there you go. Hmm. I'm looking Uh, at it. Kronos is a 2016 role-playing game for Oculus Rift. Um, They are overhauling it. That's why it's... uh, I'm sure it is related to the other one, but it's... they've gone back and gave it the other title. So this game's been out before, just oh, in VR. I did not realize that Remnant from the Ashes was a sequel. Yeah, it's even got Neither the red I. blocks that you like touch that you can use to fast travel. I had no idea. I even reviewed that game. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, well, the prequel is coming to consoles this week. Uh, also this week we got Empire of Sin. Which is John Romero's new game? Is that this? Is that next week? Yep. Holy shit! I, I, I'm playing that. I didn't know you were interested in that. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? I've been following that since they announced it. A a a 1930s gangster XCOM game? Hell yeah, I'm in. Well, that's out on Tuesday, along with Red Dead Online as a standalone game. Uh, Santa's Christmas Adventure. Here we go. Now wait a minute. It, it is is uh, Empire of Sin coming to like Xbox, PlayStation? Yeah, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Yep. I, I wonder if they're going to release a Series X version. I don't know. I mean, you'll get it, I assume, if they do. But I don't know. It's coming mm-hmm. out on Switch as well. Oh, don't buy that version. Yeah. That game doesn't look like the the graphical powerhouse that it is. It's an X and XCOM game. Yeah, but you. I mean, you still want it to be sharp because that text is, you know, a little yeah. text. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for that game. 
for somehow Don't Nod has another game coming out this week. Twin Mirror. What the hell is that? Uh, it's another. It's a Don't Don't Nod game. It's another fucking. <laughs> it's it's another one of those Don't Nod. Okay. Games. Well, well, first off, Don't Nod has made other games other than that. Yeah, Not they made sense. a really. They really made a. They made a really mediocre action game called yeah, Remember Me. They sure did. But that was a long time ago. Now they just make um, those. It's an adventure game played from the third person view. How have I never heard of this? It's coming when out. you go to a mind palace, this is, okay, well, spoiler, I suppose, I just read Mind Palace, so clearly this has got Cthulhu stuff in it. Oh, that's out. Co-produced by Shibuya Productions. <laughs> Shibuya. <laughs> where do you think, but where, where do you think they're based out of? Huh, uh, Canada. No, Monaco. <laughs> Monaco? <laughs> it's, 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 you, you, thought, you thought it was obvious. <laughs> Shibuya. Shibuya. This. What the fuck? I have never heard of this either. If I ever make a game studio, it's going to be called Shapoopy. Immortals Phoenix Rising also coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Onaria Crimes, whatever that is. Uh, Fogs. P-H-O-G-S with an exclamation point. All capitals. Fogs. Hey, Ken, by the way, what did you play Immortals on? Xbox? Yeah, Series X. Um, what was the game that you just mentioned, Ken? Fogs. Flogs? Fogs. P-H-O-G-S. Exclamation point. Some kind of dog game. Oh, right? yes. this I talked about this. The, the, you have the two dogs that are like connected through like a tube. Like It's two dog heads, and you control both dog heads. This is. I played the uh, demo on Steam. It was, it was humorous because at one point you had to solve a puzzle using the flo- the the fogs um, by connecting one head to to a water spout and then using the other head like the end of a hose <laughs> to spray water. <laughs> That's out this week, along with Wildfire, a uh, dark complete edition. The vampire game. No, it's D A R Q. Okay. If that's a that's a um, uh, what's it called type of game um, limbo esque type game. Gotcha. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Yay! John Wick Hex. I feel like that's been out forever, but did it? But get it's coming delayed? to consoles now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Peaky Blinders Mastermind. I'm sure that's going to be did a they great not game. Ha- did we not just have a Peaky Blinders game? Uh, Xbox is also getting a lot of the same stuff as well as Haven is out this week. Uh, Duck Life Adventure. <laughs> Guntastic. Uh, Nine Witches Family Disruption. Ruinverse. And Drew, the game I accidentally broke embargo for, Shoot One Up DX, because that had an embargo for a reason. So can I talk about that? I don't fucking know. Does it matter? I mean, it's, it's actually a really cool game. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't think the embargo is up till Tuesday. Okay, that's what I've got your review scheduled for. for forget I said anything then. Um, okay, so what was so I got Duck Life Adventure. Um, that <laughs> looks like crap. Uh, Ruinverse is one of those RPGs from RPG Maker. And what uh, was the other one I missed, Ken? Guntastic. That that's one? the one. Let's see. Do we have three out of three? Terrible. I haven't even got the switch yet, dude. Calm yes, down. Drew, Drew's going to end up in the embargo jail for saying that game sounds kind of cool. Or it was kind of cool. 
And wow. that review was posted for about a half hour before I realized there was an embargo. Three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> the developer's going to be like, hey, that guy said our game was cool before we allowed him to. <laughs> What's oh, man, I just, I just got a text message. The oh, game no, has man. been out for the Switch for like a month. Guntastic looks, looks kind of okay. It looks like one of those four-player versus arena things, but it oh, looks like it's got it's got some pretty good art. So maybe so it's done good. With those games, though. Yeah, I'm not. I've never been interested, but eh, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Uh, it's a Nintendo. Twitch this week uh, is Empire. I'm pretty sure the first one was on Remnant from the initial. Remnant's not on the Switch. Are you sure? I don't think so. Give me a second. Oh, also, nope. is, Never is mind. Phoenix Rising, is that going to be smart delivery? So if you get the Xbox One version, do you get the Series X version? Yeah, there's only one version on the store. Gotcha. So. It's Ubisoft, uh, so. Uh, Sam and Max, the Save the World Remastered. Uh, Sheeran, The Wonder, The Tower of Fortune, and The Dice of Fate. That's a lot. That's, That's a, a mystery title. dungeon game, so have fun with that. Uh, Absolute Drift, Byla Latino, Biz Builder Deluxe, Cyb Six Heart. I can't even say that word. Uh, Death Tales. Wow. Uh, Doggone Golfing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was good. Uh, Fault Milestone Two Side Above. That's what? a fucking title. I I played the first one. It was uh, the same title. Only no, I'm just kidding. I didn't. I can't I, even finish that joke. It was too complicated for me to even remember the title to make the joke I was going to make. What's weird is the title is all lowercase with a, with a colon before above. Oh uh, well, which makes it even more confusing. I don't. Uh, gun pig firepower for hire. Gun pig. <laughs> gun pig. Gun pig. Are uh, you looking live- that up too, Drew? No. It's a he don't do, he don't do that more. He's retired from that. Uh, it's That's a sci-fi definitely com- a game that sounds like it takes place in Georgia. <laughs> it's a sci-fi top-down twin stick shooter with nine weapons, three alts, and secret hidden collectibles. It looks of course. there. It looks like a game that's there. Uh, Liberated Enhanced Edition, Morbid, the Seven Acolytes. Uh, Outbreak, The New Nightmare, Pretty Princess Party. <laughs> oh, wow, this this is another big title. Quiplash 2, Interlational, I guess that's what you said. Interlational, the Say Anything Party Game. So it's separate from Jackbox, okay. I mean, it's on the Switch, why not? Uh, Taiko no Tatsujin, Rhythmic Adventure Pack, Wildfire, Commandos 2, HD Remastered. Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light Anniversary Edition. That's the NES game, right? Yeah. Make sure to get it, your glass cartridge, everybody. Fitness Boxing 2, Rhythm and Exercise. Futoshiki Math. Korg Gadget for Nintendo Switch. Ninjin Clash of Carrots. Paw Paw Paw. And Steampunk Tower Paw Paw Paw. Paw Paw That's what it's called. Paw Paw Paw. Alright, let's do your free games for the month. Uh, PlayStation Plus, you get Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, uh, and Worms Rumble for the PS5. Oh boy, Rocket Arena. 
Yeah, like that game, everybody got a free copy. They, they gave that out with like Cheerios. Hey man, I see you're buying a McDonald's from the McDonald's deals menu. It's a dollar for the chicken burger you ordered, but here's a copy of Rocket Arena. Please take them. I really want a chicken burger now. What the hell? Uh, we were games... going to talk, about... we talk about food eventually. I just beat everybody to the punch. Uh, games with gold this month. The the, the elite oh, collection of Xbox this titles. This just sad. Uh, for Xbox One, you get The Raven Remastered. Yeah. Uh, as well as Bleed 2. Then for Xbox 360, you get Saints Row Get Out of Hell and Stacking. Stacking's the one that I would suggest playing. Those are your free games. Yep. As I mentioned, Red Dead Online is coming uh, as a standalone. Um... Uh, according to the according to a financial report, Square Enix has not managed to recoup the development costs for Marvel's Avengers. Kind of figured that would happen. Yeah. Oh shit! How much was that game? Too much. <laughs> Too much. Oh, wasn't it like sixty million dollars? It's a lot. I mean, we're talking what three years in development and a Marvel license? Yeah. Yeah. Another game is getting a free next-gen upgrade, and this time, boy, it's going to be pretty. Metro Exodus is getting a free Series X uh, and PS5 upgrade, and the developer has also announced there is a new Metro game in development. Oh, there you go. Hey, that that, that game series that keeps this studio afloat, we're making another one. Also, another game is getting a free next-gen upgrade, and that would be Greedfall. Oh, really? And they've announced uh, there's going to be more stuff to announce later on, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Good. they're adding stuff to that version of the yeah. game. Excellent. That's a, a tremendous game. It's That's... their first real sort of success, I would say. Yeah. All right. Yeah. As far as a commercial success goes, yes. Well, I mean, like, even, even critically, like, it's was received well, unlike, you know, the Technomancer and Bound by Flame, which are fine games. I never not played Technomancer, but Yeah, I didn't either, but I I loved Bound by Flame. I hope that uh the Greedfall on PS five has um save transfers because I really as much as I loved the game, don't want to play through all forty hours of it again to experience whatever this additional content is. Mm-hmm. They never started it. Well, I started it, but I never got into it. So maybe yes. I'll check it out. Very good. If, if Again, I know I mentioned it before when I was playing through the game, but if you're a fan of Dragon Age or, um, I mean, really any of the sort of Bioware RPGs, it's um, it's one you'll enjoy for sure. Picked it up for like 20 bucks about four months ago. <laughs> you should, you should play it, Drew. It. You'll like it. I'm you'll sure like I will. It. I just, when, when, when can I play it? Yeah, I know. When can I has? Get, maybe, cut maybe, out a chunk of that Yakuza stuff because literally that's going to take you forever. <sighs> All right, let's 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 talk about the most important DLC that came out this week. The voice pack. The Mortal Kombat movie pack from 1995, which contains the voice actors from the movie. So good. Yeah. So good. Christopher Lambert as Raiden. Yeah. 
Fucking, we finally get rid of Ronda Rousey as Sonya. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's still Ronda in there Rousey. if you don't pick the skin, which sucks. But What's that woman's name? Brigitte Wilson? Yeah, yeah, Brigitte Wilson. Now, I'll Is give that... you extra cookies if you can tell me who played Johnny Cage, because he also does the voice. I have he no idea. Could not tell you his name. Lyndon Ashby. Has he okay. done anything? No, I doubt it. Okay. But, I'm about yeah. to say, Mr. Lambert over there, I don't know how much he's done either. Man, hearing them with the voice lines is real good. It's real good. So yeah, that's the most important DLC that came out this week. Although I don't I don't know I don't think the, the Johnny Cage was an Cage one is as impactful because I feel like pretty much all the voice acted Mortal Kombat's that have come out since the movie, the guy's doing a Johnny Cage impression, so Sure. Uh, uh, apparently Bethesda accidentally released Steel Dawn DLC for Fallout 76 and they just said fuck it. So <laughs> just left it out. <laughs> yeah, just left it out. Like, yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, why not? Right? It's already out there. Just say fuck it. The um, Lyndon Ashby, because I was like curious to know what he's been doing. Um, he had a pretty extensive role on the show Teen Wolf. I know none of us watch that. I'm sure none of us watch that, but uh, for quite a while. And then he's constantly acting and stuff. Uh, but his him. only video game credit is Mortal Kombat 11. Hey. I don't... Most of the news this week has been deals. Do y'all buy anything? No. 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 All I'm still stuff. recouping from my $500 purchase. Uh-huh. Um, all mine was digital stuff, and it came nowhere close to buying a new console price. Uh, the most expensive thing I bought was Crash 4. What about two consoles? Because that's what I did. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I'm still scrolling through. I don't... Yeah, everything is a deal, a deal, a deal, a deal, a deal. Also, um... Christopher Lambert was apparently on the blacklist. That makes sense. One episode? No, multiple. Like really? uh, it looks like a season. Yeah, he was a consistent character. Uh, NCIS for quite some time. He's just these are all actors that did a bunch of stuff that you just don't watch. A, a bunch of stuff your parents watch. Yes, exactly. I remember they they changed uh, Raven to. Dexter's dad in the second movie. Oh, that second movie did a lot of things that it shouldn't have done. True story. Basically, what's that, what's that guy's name? I don't know his name. I don't remember his name. I know that dude. He's like that dude that you know, but I don't know what the fuck he's. He was in the Warriors. That was like his first hold like on, big movie. Uh, I mean, I'm, James I'm, Remar. James Remar. Thank yeah. you. He was like Dexter's changed, dad in the entire series of Dexter. And they changed the most of the characters. Well, they changed Sonya, they changed Jax, they changed, like, everybody changed. I can't even remember who Sonya was in the second. I don't think anybody knows her. I don't think she's done anything. Uh, her last credit before Mortal Kombat was 2008. Yeah, she was a no-name, no, like, that whole second movie is, like, a bunch of no-name nobodies. It's a bad movie. Well, to be honest with you, the the only I only remember the original Sonya Blade from Billy Madison and so Last, she's Last the one Action Hero. Done, she's the only one that has. She's the one that hasn't done anything since like two thousand eight. 
Yeah. I'll talk about the one from the second movie. Oh, I don't give a shit. Who the fuck are they? But at the same time, you still know Brigitte Wilson from those. I mean, those are three pretty big roles. Yeah, for sure. You're asking too much of somebody that I saw in like three movies I don't really care for, to be honest with you. Oh, oh, in like the first Mortal Kombat movie? No, no, let me rephrase that. In character roles, I don't really care for. Okay. I, I, I got to know this, I, gotta I didn't know, know anybody movie. didn't like the first Mortal Kombat movie. First Mortal Kombat first Mortal Kombat's a pretty good, accurate representation of what Mortal Kombat was. The CGI is horrible now. Oh, sure. But that's anything from that time period, really. Um, Sandra Hess was with Sonya in the second movie. And her number one acting credit is Mortal Kombat Annihilation, followed by Encino Man. Oh, God. Wow. No wheezing the juice, Sandra. No, no she was also she was also in on uh like a season of NCIS. Congratulations. That seems uh, like that's, the place where that's where you're gonna yeah, die. Where nineties uh nineties actors go is shows your parents watch. What's funny about this is if you look at the credits for Mortal Kombat Annihilation, there is a person who played Shinnok, but they never I don't think they ever name drop him as Shinnok in the movie. Yeah, I don't think so either. They might. If they and do, it's, it's been a so long line. since I've seen that movie. There's, there's an actor credit for Ermac, which still makes me chuckle. The, uh, the guy who plays Shao Kahn in the second movie, Brian Thompson. He's been in other things. Like, I, I, I know his face, dude. He was from. He was in Cobra. He was the villain in Cobra. He was in he the, was, the first Terminator. The He's the cure. He He's was in X Files, right? Yeah, Alien Bounty Hunter on the X Files. Yes, that's where I remember him from. He was in X Files. He, he was I'm a reoccurring character there. I remember him from Cobra because I remember that movie very vividly for some reason. Without looking, who's Reptile in the second Mortal Kombat movie? I have no fucking clue. I have no idea. Ray Park. Oh, okay. Well, that makes uh, sense. I mean,. I mean, Ray Park. I, is, I probably should have guessed Ray Park because I think Ray Park is just about the answer to every question as it relates to who played this martial artist in this martial arts movie. Uh, JJ Perry played Scorpion, Cyrax, and Noob, but Ed Boon did the voice of Scorpion. Of course, Ed Boon did the voice. Of course, he did. I'll give you a dollar if you could name the Sindel actress without looking. Oh, God. I've seen her in other things before. That's the okay. thing. Uh, according to this, she was in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Wild Wild West. Ooh, Jim <laughs> West, Desperado. And <laughs> NCIS? And NCIS! <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's like a Mortal Kombat uh, annihilation. Reunion. Uh, reunion. All of them up on the NCIS, I tell you. She was uh, in a movie called Dickwad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was in an episode of Boy Meets World. Her name is Musetta Vander. That mean that name Musetta means nothing because nobody knows Vander. her. Nobody Never. from the first movie came to the second one, right? Uh, Talisa Soto and Rob- Liu Kang. And Liu Kang. Robin. Sh- Robin. Robin Shu. Yep. Yep. Both of them came from the first movie. And that was it. that was it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah. That second movie. I'm really interested to see what the new movie is going to be. 
I really wish oh, they had done good, that, that like that little short that they did. Oh, the two they did two of them. Yeah, they did two of them. The sh- the short where it was kind of grounded in reality. Yeah, there's there's two seasons of that. No, 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 no. I'm 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 thinking of the one with um ah the guy uh, uh spawn guy. Yeah, there's two of those. There's two seasons of those. They brought him back. Yeah, they did a whole. It's basically two movies. The you one where like that? the one where like Baraka is actually like some weird doctor who like surgically inserted these blades into his arm. Yep, I'm gonna say I gotta remember the name of them. Um, there's uh, two of them, yeah, Legacy or something like that. Something like that. Um, hold on, I gotta look this up. But yeah, they made two seasons of it. Uh, there's yeah, Legacy and Conquest, and it's based off of uh, the short film Rebirth. Mortal Kombat Legacy had there's two seasons of it, 2011, 2013. Also, uh, it's Michael J- uh, I think it's Jai White. White. Yeah. yeah. There's nine episodes Black Dynamite. in season one. Spawn is what I know. Yeah, but 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 Black Dynamite is an amazing movie and everybody should watch that. Yeah. There's 19 shut, shut episodes. The oh my. For you. <laughs> I don't I don't even have to look. I know it's you. Motherfucker, you know who else is? You know who's in Mortal Kombat Legacy? You know who plays Johnny Cage in the second season? Come on, I'm, I'm waiting. The first know. season, the first season's Matt Mullins. Second, second season, season, Casper Van Dien. Dean. Oh God, Casper <laughs> Van Dien. Yep. Can he like play fight? Can he act? No. Can he play fight? Also no. Casper oh, Van that, Dien. that thing is good though. I believe it, but can he pretend to fight people? He fights Ermac in season two. If I remember correctly. Cool, I guess. Yeah. I enjoyed those. Those were those were very good. I haven't seen Johnny Rico in a long time. (laughs) I'm looking him up now. Johnny Rico. I mean, people get old, Drew. Speaking speaking of uh oh never mind. All right. Yeah, okay. I'm seeing a lot of stuff here. Thanks for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, this is this is some great radio there, Drew. I'm seeing some stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks for the description. I'm just I'm just looking at like I'm I'm looking at his he's still working a lot, actually. Casper Van Dien. Yeah. We need a generic white guy. But we also he, he's, to... he's married to somebody uh, famous too, isn't he? Or maybe was married to somebody famous. Spouse Catherine either. Oxenberg and then Carrie Mitchum. Oh, okay, maybe so not. So the answer is no. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we got some tweets. Character launched on Soul Calibur 6 if you're still playing it. Oh, Huang. they released a new character? I didn't even see Huang. that. Huang? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Huang? Yeah. H, uh, H-W-A-N-G. Oh, it's, then it's, it's, Huang. it's Huang. Is this Huang? Okay. Yeah, Huang. Yeah, he is, he's in there now. I'm just quickly scrolling through Reddit. That's where I get my news if I need to. Um, Saga oh. Frontier Remastered has been announced, which looks good. I am shocked. That Soul Calibur drops a character and nobody even like 
Uh, yep, it's been like that for a while. Oh, that's 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 where I knew Casper Van Dien's wife. Um, his wife, uh, or his daughter, maybe. Yes, his daughter was in. Um, uh, maybe it's his stepdaughter was in that cult that the girl from Smallville. Oh run. yeah! Oh, right. Um, yeah. Uh, Nexus. It, it, yeah, Nexium or whatever. Nexium. It is. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's, didn't that's she, where didn't, I knew something about his. Didn't wife. the Mac lady get sent to jail? Yep. Prison? Yeah, she's yep. in prison. And in fact, yeah. like they've done interviews with Rosenbaum and stuff, and they won't talk about it. Um, what's her name was also in it, but wasn't part of the problem. Um, uh, God. The other, the one that played, ended up playing Chun Li in that terrible movie. Oh, Kristen Kroc. Oh, Kristen Kroc. Yeah, yeah, she was in it too. Um, that's a movie I think everybody should watch, but just watch the parts of um, uh, Nash. Chris. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris Klein. Klein. Yeah. yeah, Chris Klein. His parts are the only parts that are worth watching. There's somebody who's added them all together. They are hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. He's he, listen. He could be our next Nicolas Cage in all the right ways, and I mean as a terrible actor. <laughs> oh God, that's great. Yeah, he's rough. So bad. That's funny. All right. Uh, tweets. Uh, Andy writes in says, seeing some posts online about hardware software issues with the new consoles. What have you all experienced, if anything? What information have you seen circulating? So I know Wombat, you talked about your problems earlier. I talked about my problems yep. earlier. Um, there's also an issue with Call of Duty. Um, Call of Duty crashes my Xbox constantly. So I had to stop playing it until they fix it. Um... Also saw a friend of the show, Futter, his PS5 is going back for repairs. Yep. What's going on with it? It's just shutting down. Just bricked? Yep. So what is with the PS5 rest mode thing? Don't turn it on. <laughs> I mean, this. Is, so to be fair, this is the first time um, I have had an issue with it this morning. But mine wouldn't it, the the system booted the blue lights came on and it tricked my tv into thinking there was an output but it was just a black screen so rest mode des- describe tell me what rest mode is exactly because i've always put my playstation 4 into rest mode yeah, is that the same what thing it's yeah, the same, same thing same thing yep. yeah huh. yeah so where instead that- of turning it off it's got the yellow lights and it um can still download and can still power controllers and stuff Right. Yep. That's causing that's causing issues as is a lot of people are having issues with external drives. Like if you plug one in, it'll fuck up the system. Yep. I had that issue. Yep. So there's a lot of a lot of things that like a lot of things that you really want to do with the system you probably shouldn't do right now because it could mess it up. Has anybody had any issues with the Xbox version of that? Not that I'm aware of on rest mode. Uh, external hard drives work flawlessly, from what I've heard. Um, Xbox's issues seem to be stemming a lot from fucking Call of Duty. Unoptimized <laughs> video games. Yeah, Call of Duty, literally. Like, well, here's the funny thing: if you play Call of Duty next, stay, you goddamn son of a bitch. Did you, John? Did you bring him in? Did you not just 
bring him in? No, he just came in. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I'm confused right now. Uh, Let's hurry up and finish the show before he decides to leave again, because I don't even know what's happening right now. Uh, a tweet from, um, oh God. Uh, Rufus says, guys, have you read the stories and seen the tweets of people having their PS5 deliveries stolen by Amazon drivers? IGN wrote a pretty good article. Uh, I did hear that. I did not read the article, but I did hear about it. Isn't that like replacing it with like cat food or something? Wasn't that the joke? Uh, there have been, uh, that I think is a different problem. Um, but yes, there have been some where people got their PS5s delivered and they were, maybe it's the same problem and they were replaced with, yeah, heavy stuff like cat litter and that kind of junk. Wonderful. This launch has been tumultuous. You know, I was listening to a podcast where somebody said, oh, it's just as bad as every other launch. Absolutely not. Because the websites aren't set up to handle this much traffic even though they should be at this point. And no one's giving these out in the right time. Like they just threw them out into the world before they were supposed to. So that made it harder to get pre-orders. Like it's been a nightmare. And then just, you know, then you have to wait for delivery instead of just being able to pick it up in the store because people are trying to do the right thing by not going to stores, but then you don't get it right away it's it's been a nightmare this is the worst launch of anything it's it's been very bad um because because we can't even say that like oh they were just low stocked or oh it was a bunch of scalpers waiting in line like everything was online it just invited a bunch of scalpers because they have bots that do it for them and just the nightmare of logistics of the whole thing like from the Internet access to getting it to your house. And then you get it to your house and your PlayStation 5 decides to shit the bed. Like Craig. You hear me, you son of a bitch? (laughs) Craig. Yeah, no, it's fucked up. All right, we got a few tweets in the show. Dustin says, Ori was snubbed for Game of the Year nominee. Also, Demon Souls and Spider-Man seem to make the cut. Spider-Man? Was that? I'm trying to remember. Spider-Man wasn't on Game of the Year, was it? I don't know. None of us bet on Spider-Man. Uh, that was not yeah. on the list. Uh, Game Awards? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember it being on, on the list. Game Awards, I... 2020 I... nominees. I, I, I'm almost certain that was not it'll on the end up, for Game It'll of end the up year. next year. I doubt it will. Be well, people will forget about it by then, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fancy I, that's like Jedi. That's the problem with these awards. When these games don't make the cut, yeah. they just get forgot. For game of the year, that those are not on the list. That's not our choice. That was not our game but of the Spider-Man year either. For anything, did it make the cut? Um, not for game of the year, but let's take a look quickly and see. I'm sorry, the game awards site is a piece of shit. No, oh, it's very yeah. very nice. Like I don't want to crap on it, but it's just like. Best game direction. Uh, nope, Spider-Man there. Um, we're just looking for Spider-Man? I just was curious if it was nominated at all. Like, what is the cutoff date? Is there, like, a cutoff I've date? Gotta say it's been cut off because... Oh, nope. Uh, best performance. Uh, I'm gonna pronounce his name wrong. Nod- Naji Jeter as Miles Morales. 
Okay, so it, it did it did make it. Yeah. Okay. So um, it wasn't. So Demon Souls being snubbed is is his him him saying Ori and Demon Souls were snubbed. No, Ori did get direct uh, did get art direction. I think Ori's nominated. Well, he's specifically Cat. saying Game of the Year, best art direction, Ori, uh, best score and music, Ori. But it that's not Game but of I the Year. I understand. I'm just saying that's they're there. Uh. Like what, like I said last week, Doom Eternal was the only game that was on that list. I don't feel deserved to be on that list. I could see Ori being on there, but here's the thing: Ori's one of those games that's really fucking good that nobody fucking gives any credit to. Like nobody it's talks a, about that game, and it's, it's so fucking good. Game I need to get into more. Yeah, that, that game is so good, and I'm glad Spider Man's not on Game of the Year because that certainly, I mean, it's fine, but I don't think it's up there with the rest of those. I'll just ask the person that finished it. Is it as as emotion, emotionally impactful as the first Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. It's it does it in a shorter amount of time. Uh, but I, but I yeah, understand that. I was just curious. Yes. All right. Then yeah, I think it got snubbed uh, because that first game was amazing. Not that's not a Spider-Man joke, but the, yes, it was he uh, also says started Ghosts of Tsushima. Uh, and so far, I'm not that into it. Combat isn't as tight as it should be, and the story cutscenes contrast with how I play. Don't tell me I'm being dishonorable when the only stealth kills are the ones I'm forced to do. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I guess we'll agree to disagree. You're entitled to your opinion, but... <laughs> but, I, no, I just... it's the The game is very clearly about what it's about. And... Being like, well, the only time the game, uh, the only time I stealth kill anybody is when the game makes me. So why is the game acting like I stealth kill people? Well, because you did. I mean, the game made you, yes, in service of its own narrative, just like every game makes you do things in service of its own narrative. Yeah, and and it's only, there's a big difference, because I've I've said it about another game that was nominated for Game of the Year, uh, The Last of Us Part Two, and The Last of Us. There's a big difference between the character being told off and which and and to be fair, it's it's this weird like it's honor, don't you understand? And your character clearly having to do something, right, to save his people. Yeah. And The Last of Us Two, where it's like the dog attacked you. How dare you kill that dog? Like, but you set this up. Like, you you do get that choice, but like the the situation that you are like one of them is punishing the character. It doesn't feel like. I'm being told off as the player at any point. Because uh, I know the cutscene that the uh, person reading is referencing. And I thought it was because of how many people I was stealth killing who do the right. The only that's part of it. But then, but, but again, I mean, agree to disagree. Uh, um, I have good news for you. That's the last cut of this episode. That's because we just called it quits. We were pretty close, but Craig leaving again just kind of killed the morale. And Ken decided that it was time to go watch football because fuck it. At this point, Craig has been a nuisance. He's not only ruined the main podcast the last couple weeks, but he also ruined Phoenix down when we switched to Discord. 
and we are unsure why he is disconnecting uh, consistently. So I'm here to ask everybody listening to this if they have any suggestions whatsoever on how to record a Discord conversation, please let us know. Uh, You can send an email in. I don't remember those off the top of my head because why would I send an email to myself? Um, You can listen to last week's episode for that. Or you can hit us up at N4G Podcast or ZTGD Content at Twitter. Um, Because at this point, everybody's kind of losing their mind. It's funny in the moment uh, for the first couple times. But I think we were up to four this week. And it was just a mess because we couldn't even tell if he was in the call or not. Some people were saying he was. Some people were saying he was not. And sometimes he was recording the conversation and sometimes he wasn't, even though it would say otherwise. So yeah, Craig is fired. Uh, He's being removed from his position on the site. And I'm going to potentially have to use a real mixing board next week which means i'm gonna come through kind of like this and everybody else is gonna sound kind of messy because they're coming over the internet so if we could get something that records us kind of all from the main chat that kind of keeps it a consistent sound so it won't be as unpleasurable as this is in context or sorry in comparison to the main podcast so yes please send us suggestions we need them and this is where Ken's probably going to cut in the, uh... Alrighty. And it goes something like this.